Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. It's been about a decade since I cultivated a relationship with a very interesting and brilliant young man. He was a student at Harvard University, and if you know anything about the school, they accept only the upper crust of the upper crust. And so he had an extremely high intelligence quotient, and I always wondered, because of that, why he wanted to run around with me. He, in his intellect, gave up unnecessary things, such as haircuts and baths and things like that. But in a very real way, he had a warm heart to the Lord, and he was in that day and in that area of New England a real maverick. He kept everybody on their toes soon after he came to know Christ because he was always asking the meaning of words that we used. The normal expressions that that are common in the Christian life were questioned by that young fellow. And the more we talked, the deeper the conversations went, and I really have him to thank for helping me forge out some of my theology during that day because he questioned things that I had taken for granted for many years. That was a good relationship. He fell in love with a young girl, and they were making plans to be married. The day came for their wedding, and of course they were to be married in his fiancé's church, and that was a real mismatch, because not the bride and groom, they were very well matched, but the couple and the minister, that was the difficulty. See, the, dif- the, the minister was super traditional and the couple super casual. And uh, his terms and his ceremony sounded like they came out of King Lear, or William Bradford anyway. And the these and the thous and the heretofores just blew the mind of this young friend of mine. The most difficult part is that he couldn't question what was going on in the ceremony. He just had to listen and abide by it until it came time for the vows. And um, I was sitting in the audience thinking, this is the best time I've had, and I don't know when. I am <laughs> really enjoying this. And then the minister came out with, as the fellow was saying his vows, and unto thee I do plight my troth. And the fellow looked at the minister and said, I do what, my what? <laughs> and the minister came back. I do pledge my trough. No, not the pledge part, the trough part. What's trough mean? And back and forth was a conversation. I've never heard a dialogue during a wedding ceremony until that day. It was the most delightful thing you could imagine as they talked back and forth, discovering what those words meant. And I suppose it's because of that exciting experience I had that I uh, was drawn to the subject of today as far as one word is concerned. (laughs) When we talk about termites in our trough, I want you to understand what we mean by that. You understand termites, but the trough part might have thrown some. We don't use the word in our day and age. It's an old English word that's now archaic. It's a word that means trust. It's a word commonly used years ago for the betrothal trust. It has in mind the idea of an intimate relationship with another person binding throughout time. And every bride and groom that 
will come to an altar, will plight their troth. They'll pledge or they will promise their trust to one another. Troth isn't a word we use very often. It's a solemn pledge that a bride and a groom make at the marriage altar to remain faithful to one another throughout time. Maybe it's a word we need to start using again. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet. Thank you.